Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabre Cast. And I'm Nikon. We're back to our usual order of doing things. Yeah. That, that was weird last, and chaotic. Last episode, the end of it did get weird and chaotic, but I loved it. Yeah, it was fun. I liked getting to say the other part of the ending. little ending. Someday we'll switch up the beginning, because I always am sad that I don't get to say our title. <laughs> I know. And I want to say Hey Gang so bad. I am. Yeah, Nikon tries to say Hey Gang before every single time. Every yeah, we have time. to cut it. <laughs> There's always a lot of giggling we have to cut before the podcast. <laughs> Let me say Hey Gang. We have to get ready every time. Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 24. Oh, you remembered this time. Good I job. did, because I just did most of my research yesterday, and I'm I was aware. putting the title on my page, yeah. and I remembered. <laughs> I'm also now realizing I remember yesterday at one point looking on our Google Drive and seeing that you had, like, a different title in than what you're covering today. <laughs> no, I don't. I, but, like, like, had you started some research and not used it in the past? I don't know. I, don't, I oh. think I only was doing this Oh, one. then maybe I hallucinated that. Brooke, I also wanted to let you know that, you know how I gave, I told you what the two things Holly was thinking about was and that for your input? Yeah. First of all, I went back upstairs and she was already watching a video about the other topic than the <laughs> one we both liked. Yeah. And then she was like, she was like, I don't know what to do. And then she was like, well, I can't do the other topic because then Brooke's going to be like, you just did that one because I said the other one. Oh, I see. And then I was like, well, if you do a third topic, then Brooke can't say that. And she was like, "Mm, interesting. You guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) So gross how we all know each other so well. It's (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) Uh, Any corrections from yours last week? Um, I don't, why am I not remembering it? Um, I always forget I did what Agatha I Christie's. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because yes, yes. um, I did I the Pendle, Pendle Witches. Yeah. I feel like there was something or like an addition or something that we wanted to make, but I can't remember what it is now. Um, nice. Wait, was it about like... Was it something that your sibling said? I don't think there's anything to add from that really, though. Yeah. Um, I, I talked to my older sibling who is in med school and is focusing in psychiatry, so... The Agatha Christie shit was just a little bit close. Yeah. Um, and they basically confirmed that, um, first of all, a fugue state is a symptom that was correct. Like, it's not technically a diagnosis, but it is a symptom that goes into a lot of diagnoses. And it's, like, yeah, important to identify and so on. And it's and, real. Yeah. So. It is real. That wasn't, like, some <laughs> yeah old medical bullshit or something. Um, and also that, like, it would make sense that she wouldn't have included it in her autobiography. Because she probably had no memory of it. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to include is that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a thing. Excellent. Thank you. Of course. Um, This one, I have a feeling you'll have lots to say about my topic for maybe this week or maybe next week, depending on how the hands fall for this one. (laughs) Um, Because it has to do with the environment and medical stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But I guess, like, as that little segue, should we maybe introduce what we're fighting for? What your topics are for the week? Yeah. Sure. Do you want to go first since you're already talking sure. about it? Um, mine for this week will be the Love Canal. And it is not lovely. So. It's not like one of those 
tunnel of love. No, no, no. Situations? It's, uh, it's nowhere near a tunnel of love. Have you ever been in one of those before? No. I've never been in one. No. Me neither. I didn't even think they were really real, to be I, honest. Honestly, I don't either, but I feel like if they're, they exist somewhere, like, the three of us should go through one, because I want to know. I want to know what it's, would you love that? I would love that in the love tunnel. I just want to know what it's like, because I've always kind of found them creepy. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it'd be haunting. Haunted. And haunting. Yes. I think it would stay with me in a weird way even if it wasn't haunted oh no yeah well there's nothing scarier than love so that's (laughs) (laughs) anyways i'm covering (laughs) i'm covering the lear psych house i know that's not a very good pronunciation because it's in norwegian Mm. or the lear 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 i can't get like the at the end there Lear? Le- not like a trill, but like just one. Leard. Oh. There's no D, but it sounds like there's a D at Leard. the end of an o. Yeah, like that. That. Holly so linguistic. So anyways. It's the Hungarian. Lear. <laughs> Norway. The Lear Hospital. Or Asylum. Hmm. Or Psychos. Or Psychos. So if you guys haven't gotten a hint, this ep- these episodes are going to be downer. Yeah, they're going to be intense. Honestly, mine's not that bad. Mine is. <laughs> well, shall we rock the paper scissor? Rock the paper scissor. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Uh-huh. Okay. You all ready? Holly doesn't want to say yes in Japanese, apparently. Rude. Ready? Yes. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors to scissors. Another round. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, Holly wins. Paper covers rock. I win, finally. (laughs) No one's been able to keep a streak going recently. Well, Brooke had a pretty long streak, Mm -hmm. but... Wasn't it like three? Yeah. We only have 24 episodes. (laughs) Okay. Statistically, that's a pretty long streak. (laughs) That's one above the minimum to be a streak. You're one above the minimum to be a streak. So, Holly, would you like to go first or second today? Um, I'm going first. That's what I thought. Yeah. Because... I'll get my beverage. This is going to be... First of all, everyone will need to hang in on this one. Because it's going to be a downer, and it will be angering. And it will also be very long. And... Let's get to it. Yes. And as a disclaimer for this one, before we, like, get started on it, I will be talking about, like, some specific health issues, and some of the health issues are either, like, graphic in nature or could be potentially, like, triggering because it deals with, like, suicide and, um... Uh, miscarriages and I know that like those topics can be like very emotional for people totally um so just as like a fair warning um but yes uh getting straight into it I will start with my sources because last time I didn't list any of my sources um, that was so funny. And Maybe that could be a correction. <laughs> that, that could be a correction. Okay. I have sources for the last one that I did. I'm not going to read them now because it's fine. If people have questions, they can ask me. If you really want to know, maybe you could email us at themakovcastpod yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can give you a list of my sources. Oh, my God. But, um, so this time I'm starting with my sources so that I don't forget. Um, 
<laughs> they include um, a article from Eckerd C. Beck from the EPA website from 1979. Nice. Um, the EPA, the EPA's website, which includes a rundown of like cleanup that's been done on this particular site mm-hmm. of the love canal mm-hmm. um i so used lovely. like a tiny bit from wikipedia but not that much um the new york times had a video about love canal that i watched um there's also the new york times article by michael h brown dated january 21st 1979 wow mm-hmm. um, could i ask for a clarification about one of those sources yeah you mentioned that it was something from the 70s from their website? Yes. Is it like it was originally like put out in some other way in the 70s? Yeah, and then they upload, they like have, have the archive on their website. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was having a moment where I was like, there were no websites in the 70s. There were no you know, websites. <laughs> you know, the website from yeah. the 70s. No, yeah. all of these were like archived later on on their website. Can websites. you imagine what a 70s website would look? It oh, would be God. so brown. Oh. Everything would be brown. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be off like that, off like white. really harsh off white. Yeah. Like um, computer that's been in the sunlight for three years. Or like the yellow. Yeah. yeah. It would border borderline yellow, <laughs> and then everything else would be so brown. Because you know, there's those like really shitty HTML websites that just look like a flat yeah. page. I feel like it would be that, but somehow worse. Do you yeah. want to hear something? funny that's really brief the metlife insurance website looks like it's literally from the 90s like they've never changed it amazing and it's so fucking hilarious it's also my favorite one to use (laughs) out of all of the options personally at my job because the other websites are annoying but that one so easy that's why they've never changed it that's also why (laughs) like metlife is so wholesome they're just like "Mm, our mascot snoopy (laughs) but like not actually yeah fake snoopy is it actually not Snoopy? It's Snoopy. No, it's actually Snoopy. Is it licensed? But, like, they don't talk about that ever. I know, but it is. But it is Snoopy, yes. And, like, Woodstock shows up too, right? Woodstock and Snoopy are the, like, MetLife insurance. Amazing. Or the Met Dental website. If they're not on the website, though. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. It's, like, the weirdest Strange. website of all time. Google it. MetDental.com. <laughs> um, this is not an ad for any insurances ever. No, we don't support insurance. Fuck insurance. I work at, like... <laughs> An office. And Healthcare I should be free. Hate insurances. Mm-hmm. So trust me, this is not an ad. They just have like a really funny website. Healthcare is a human right. Yeah. Um, not here. Unfortunately. But it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have an article from an organization that was started by one of the people that I'm going to talk about. Oh, shit. Um, it's from the CHEJ. Uh, I have a Department of Justice article about the Love Canal. Um, I also have a uh, packet, an educational packet from the University of Washington uh, that they have archived about the Love Canal. Um, And then the Atlantic um, had an article by, uh, also by Michael Brown, um, Brown from December of 1979. Um, well, you know, there were only three reporters around back then, so... It's the same It's the same reporter. No, I know. And so I'm saying it's the same guy, because there only oh, were three of them total. That's true. I was going to piggyback... In the whole country. In the whole country. I was about to piggyback off that joke in the 70s brown joke, combining them, and be like, yeah, the detective's last names were brown, off-white, and green. 
olive green. <laughs> With the only oh, colors yeah. that existed in the 70s. And orange. Exactly. That's true. Burnt orange. And like that really gross yellow color. Yeah, yeah. The burnt yellow. <laughs> but um, now getting into the actual topic. Let's get into it. Um, Love Canal is a neighborhood in Niagara Falls, New York, which was, oh. yeah, which was named after William Love, who built the canal in 1894. He was, so Love Canal is the name of a neighborhood, but it's also the name of the canal in the neighborhood that where like runs a, through the neighborhood. Can I ask a follow-up question? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to describe like where in association to the falls it is? No. Okay. So in the, in the 1940s, the Hooker Chemical Company, which is their actual name. Um, what, they what, chose a, that. what a name. I know. <laughs> the Hooker Chemical Company found the canal near Niagara Falls and decided that it would be the perfect place to start dumping 55-gallon drums of waste there. Um, I mean, okay. Yeah. So at the U.S. Army also dumped waste there as well. Um and it's believed that uh, 141 pounds of dioxin specifically oh, were okay. was dumped in the Love Canal during over this stretch of time, along with like many, many thousands of like tons of other chemicals. What? Yeah, um, they were really like. Back, you know, in the day. Yeah. They were really, like, not thinking about where they were putting things. No, no, no. So, we say that back in the day, but there was just, like, a major I know, train was... fire in Ohio, like, in a multiple, month ago. Well, and in multiple places. Yeah. Like, that, it wasn't just that one. There were, like, three others. And they were just like, let's burn it. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, this is going to be very relevant. Uh... <laughs> Stop making me laugh so hard that I cry today. So... <laughs> Um, so then, so that was in the 1940s that that the Hooker Company and the U.S. Army were dumping stuff. In 1953, the canal was filled in with dirt and whatnot, and without cleaning up any of the chemicals that were dumped there, and sold to the city for one dollar. Oh. What? To be, yeah, to be used for an elementary school and playground. Wait, I'm sorry. So I have a lot of questions, and it's only the beginning. Yeah. So the deed of sale that the that um, the Hooker Chemical Company like had to the city um, included a waiver for any responsibility for injuries that might result from the buried chemicals. Oh, nice. Which is funny. Because later on, the Hooker Chemical Company claimed they had no idea that these chemicals would harm people and that it I'm was sorry. what everyone else was doing to dispose of their waste and that they had no idea that they were dumped there like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, Aww, but, they, but they did include a waiver, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, they must have been slightly aware. Um, Lucky slumlords over here. Yeah. Also, to be fair, as well, on the other side of the, the coin, the Hooker Chemical Company did warn the school board against selling, against selling the land to developers and against building on the land. Yeah. Because they were like, it's probably not safe to build on top of that. Like, we gave it to you specifically for a school, but you shouldn't do anything with it. 
Um, so they were kind of like playing both sides. Seems like that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when when they when the city built the school, they ended up hitting a drainage trench that had been buried um, that seemed to be full of chemicals because it smelled disgusting. Um, the authorities decided that this was not good to build a school right on top of it, so they moved to the school 80 feet to the side. Oh, nice. That'll fix it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, I recognize I've been very silent. My face that Holly can see, perplexed. Yeah. I'm so shocked by everything that you're saying. I like literally have nothing to say. I'm shocked. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Also, did they empty the water out before they put the dirt in or did they just like shove all the dirt in and the water was there? Uh, I'm pretty sure they just shoveled the dirt that in. That doesn't make any sense. It's not how it works. Well, it and... It sounds like they're putting in the bare minimum effort well, on all parts so of So when I said Men. that they were dumping 55-gallon drums, I mean they were leaving the drums there. What? Yeah. Wait, like they just they, put it in there? Like, they buried drums of chemicals. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, there's Hello? also that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't understand. Like, they dumped some chemicals, but they also just flat out buried drums of chemicals. Um, yeah. So, so that's something. Um, okay. I later, I snoffed right into the mic just then. Sorry. <laughs> nice. That's so, the content. Yeah, so they did They did move the school 80 feet away from where they hit the chemicals, oh, you know, man. because 80 feet makes it safe. Perfect. 80's yeah. um, the magic number. They also built homes nearby the what? school because they're building the school and they're building homes oh, to, like, create a, a little neighborhood. Oh, what a, you know, like, when there's a couple and they're, like, a straight couple, it's always a straight couple, mm-hmm. and they're like, I gotta move to a neighborhood that has a nice a school. A better school. Better schools for the kids, you know, we have to plan ahead mm-hmm. when we buy our house. Yeah. And it's 100% just a bullshit reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't act, that's not what it's about. It's never about that. But, um, so they also built homes. Mm. They, later in the 1970s, um, like a lot of people who were moving in then, like, People had moved in prior to the 1970s, but by the 1970s, like, no one who was moving into the area had any idea that any chemicals had been dumped there at all. And including some of the people who moved there prior to that, like, they weren't given any warning that this area had been a chemical dumping site. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. Yeah. Um, So, like, when I'm talking about the people who lived there, I think it's good to keep in mind that, like, no one was given warning of the chemicals. And also, at that time, like, there wasn't as much awareness of the health impact that chemicals can have on your body like that. It just, like, wasn't as prevalent of a conversation as we have about it now. Um, I think it definitely, like, like, the classic phrase, but, like, Everything was different in the 70s because, like, people are just it's really so true, lax though. about shit. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, like the between like, the 70s and now, which need I remind you that was now 50 years ago, which oh is insane. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the amount of technological advances we have made in the last 50 years That's are insane. Yeah. yeah. So what I feel like people forget about that and like can't like forget that. The 70s was a completely different time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and particularly for this that I'm talking about, I want to remind people that it is the company, it should be the company and the government's responsibility to inform people. Not, it's it's not people's fault for like, no, staying there or like, no, you and know, a lot of like, people like can't move. Yeah, exactly. Move. So yeah. like, 
It's also important to note that the residents of the Love Canal in that area were working class, Mm-hmm. And the predominant work was in the Hooker Chemical Chemical Company factories. Okay. So, like, there was no incentive for the Hooker Chemical Company to share that they had dumped a bunch of chemical waste to their employees who they needed to still function. And, like, they needed those employees to continue their business. I mean, if you want I I get what you mean. Like, you're not wrong. But yeah. I also feel like... If you think about it, like, wouldn't it be in their best interest to have healthy employees? You would who think can do so. Things? Yeah, that would be ideal. Um, but like, logic is never on our side. Yeah, no. and also the people who are living there, like, if you're employed by the Hooker Chemical Company, like, you don't want to be the person who's like raising alarm bells yeah. about chemicals because you're gonna lose your job and Absolutely. you're a working class family yeah. and you need that income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is off the record, so I paused so we can mm. cut it. Every time you say hooker, I keep thinking you mean hookers. Yeah. I know. No, same like when you were saying that one, you're like their jobs were as at as employees at the hooker place. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, they were hookers. <laughs> and, and hey, you know, maybe we don't need to cut this out. But I just was like, every time you say it, I'm like hooker. Like I think that you're saying hooker, and I'm like, what? Because <laughs> yeah. like obviously you wouldn't say that. So like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the worst Holly part. I bet it was just some hooker. dude's last name. It, it is. It yeah. is. Yep. <laughs> so they don't give a shit about how stupid their name is. Yeah. Change your name. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? Mm. Um, also, something to note is that people, because the Hooker Chemical Company yeah. was like, so prevalent in the area and that's where people worked a lot of people were just used to chemicals always being around so it wasn't really like it wasn't really a super red flag to have chemicals present and a lot of people just like at this time weren't connecting the presence of chemicals and the presence of health issues as having anything to do with each other you know what this makes me think of one of the most fucking amazing movies of all time actually saying this out loud Hmm. Aaron Brockovich you've never seen Aaron Brockovich no what the fuck no (laughs) sorry Brooke's taking a deep breath Julia Roberts okay okay she's amazing we love Julia Roberts we love Julia Roberts we need to watch it okay exquisite but essentially it's a it's a real story too sorry i also i'm not i don't want to sound like i only know it from the movie i know that aaron brockovich is a real person Mm. (laughs) that actually did this and it's like a real it's based on a true story the movie but it's so good and it's about aaron brockovich who was like a single mom with like multiple children um who got like a side hustle job at a lawyer's office and became essentially a lawyer because she got passionate about this company dumping chemicals into the um, neighborhood and it was like affecting all these people in this town and it's like a really 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 good movie and it's a really good story that's real maybe I'll cover it and then we can do it that way and then you should fucking watch it Holly hasn't seen so many movies that are like so good listen there's a reason I I won't get into it on the podcast because it's sad (laughs) Uh. hey at least you've seen um 
what do you always call it in, in Hungarian? Patachata. Patachata. <laughs> it's racing stripes for everyone who doesn't speak Hungarian. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but yes, so some of the health issues and like weird occurrences that people were running into that they like weren't necessarily yeah. connecting with the chemicals at this point. Sure. Um, were uh, collapsed earth where <gasps> the drums of chemicals had rotted away. Okay, so sinkholes. Yeah. Um, kids and dogs getting rashes after going through the field where a lot of chemicals were dumped, um, which was, okay, which sure. was, the field was like where the playground was. Um, yeah. This gives, it's giving our school is in the middle of a dairy gold factory and we have to walk <laughs> through the steam to get to class. Mm-hmm. Which is actually. Who doesn't know that was my middle school. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's giving dairy gold sour cream steak. Yeah. Um, Yuck. Yeah. Walking with arms outstretched because you literally can't see through it. Yeah. God, it's so disgusting. There's probably a reason I have breathing issues. Um, there was also a couple who lived in the area named Eileen and Edwin. Uh, Eileen and Edwin Voorhees. Oh, oh, Voorhees. I know people with that last name. <laughs> nice. I know um, them from a movie. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, but they they found Voorhees. some like very disturbing issues with their house. Um, in 1959, Eileen found black sludge seeping into their <laughs> basement walls. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. What? Yeah, they no. tried. It, the article that I was reading said that they tried for 20 years to get the sludge to stop and, like, could never get anything to work. Like, they would, like, paint over the areas. They would, like, try and seal it up. They, like, tried all of these things, and the sludge just, like, kept coming. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, eventually. The walls will ooze yeah. green slime. <laughs> but it's black. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but Edwin eventually punched a hole in the basement wall to see, like, what the issue was going on through yeah. in it. And um, when he did, black liquid poured from the <gasps> cinder blocks. From the cinder blocks. Because the cinder blocks were, like, saturated in this black liquid. Ugh. Yikes. Ew. Yeah. Their house was, like... Yeah. Their, their basement... Okay was like inside a pool of goo yeah they were just like in in the black which i think is crazy (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy because you if you think about it like when they built it it wasn't like that so during the process of them living there the years of them living it accumulates it was like and they had yeah they had like a swimming pool in their backyard that they had put in there and it like it rose from the ground by several feet at one point and they were like couldn't figure out why it did that and it like was most likely because there was around the same time there was like a lot of rainfall and snow yeah and so there was just like so much underground water that was filled with all of this these chemicals that was like coming up and like raising things and no obviously all of the trees on their property were also all dead or dying and a lot of the like shrubbery and trees were apparently coated in like a black oily substance 
That's nasty. I feel so sad for the plants. Yeah. And the people, but the plants too. Yeah. Um, birth defects were also like obviously super prevalent. Um, one example being the Schroeder family's kids. And the Schroeder family is actually, so like the Voorhees, who I was just talking about their house, mm-hmm. um, their daughter married someone with the last name Schroeder. And okay. this is her family. Sure. Um, so this is like all in the same family, which is terrifying. Um, but Karen Schroeder gave birth to their third child, on November 21st, 1968. Oh no. The child named Sherry, she was born with an with an irregular heartbeat. Her oh. heart had a hole in it. She had bone blockage of her nose. Bone? She, yeah. Oh. She was partially deaf. Her ears were malformed. She had a cleft oh. palate. Oh. She oh, there, that explains the bone blockage in her yeah, nose. Yeah. She ended up having a developmental disorder as well. Um, when her teeth came in, she had oh, no. a double row of teeth on oh, her lower jaw. Yeah. She also ended up having an enlarged liver. <sighs> yeah. This is like all in the same child. So that's oh my God. Not terrifying. Poor, that poor baby. Yeah. That's so sad. Um, issues ended up starting to become like way more prominent as well in the 70s because like there had been many years of... Um, people living there. People living there and, like, you know, generations of people and also, like, the chemicals. Like I said, there was more rainfall and, like, heavier snow. And so it was, like, seeping into other areas. Um, That's so scary. Yeah. Homes were deteriorating, like, super quickly. And I'm just going to kind of go through a list of all of the things right now. Please do. Um, Homes. I'm scared, but (laughs) please do. Homes were deteriorating super quickly, which is already not a good sign. Um, If anything that's solid is becoming. If anything is solid and it is becoming a liquid, that is not good. Yeah. Which I have an interesting example of that as well. Ew. Basements. Uh, had collected toxic chemicals where people would say that they would like open the door to the basement or whatever and they'd smell it ew or like on hot days it'd become like suffocating you Uh, know don't go down there yeah don't Um, go down there yeah toxic waste seeped into their gardens as well where they had food growing don't eat that food um uh freshly painted walls would have the paint peel away from them almost immediately uh Pets were losing fur and, like, had lesions and were growing tumors. Um, Cancer and deafness was becoming common in women, particularly. Um, There were traffic signs that the the community put up because of so much, so many issues around, like, kids who were, who had birth defects and who, like, were born like partially deaf or completely Mm -hmm. deaf Mm -hmm. um that they put up traffic signs warning cars to watch out for deaf children because of how like prevalent the issues were um yeah the new york state health department also at one point investigated in the 70s and found even more health problems including like the uh, you know, birth defects of like children who had three ears when they were three born. Three ears? Yeah. That's a lot. Um, the developmental disorders, multiple rows of teeth, 
um, from 1974 to 1978, 56% of children in Love Canal were born with a birth defect. More than half. 56%. Jesus. <sighs> That's an insane、yeah. amount of people. Miscarriages、oh, no. in the area increased by 300%. I don't even. I'm just going to take a drink. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. 300%.、Um, there、Yikes. were also like a lot of instances of、um, epilepsy,、uh, liver abnormalities, sores, rectal bleeding. I don't know. That, this... Nobody wants that. No. no. Headaches. <laughs> nobody wants that. Curiosity, and it's not in some. I know, definitely got you if you don't know.、But、yeah. Do you know what liver, liver abnormalities do? Cause it, like, I imagine it causes issues because the body not being how it's supposed to be tends to cause issues. Yeah, But,、um, do you know what that does? I mean, you need your liver to like filter out toxic chemicals from your body,、mm. so like, you have to you have to have your liver in order to like continue functioning, otherwise,、mm-hmm. all of your like, but I see. And the fact that I imagine the fact that these children were. Exposed to chemicals in the womb might fuck my, with that. Yeah. Yeah. The liver abnormalities was like across the board for everyone, too. It's、oh, just、yeah. like everyone had weird liver abnormalities. I'm looking it up.、Um, I mean, it makes sense. There were also like a lot of other like mental health issues, too, where like people would have a, like there were was an increase in nervous breakdowns and increased suicide attempts. Oh my God. And there were a lot of.、Um, Stillbirths and crib deaths. That's not surprising. Which, like,、yeah. obviously contributes to the、crib、mental、deaths? health. Yeah. Where, like, babies would、SIDS? die in the. Yeah, I think so.、Mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you say? SIDS. I don't know what that is. It's a really common infant death situation. It's called sudden S- infant death syndrome. Oh, I got、mm-hmm. you. And basically, like, that's why there are a lot of, like, inventions. <laughs> In the world, about like being able to watch your baby while they're sleeping、mm-hmm. is because they'll like suddenly die when they're sleeping. It's like a common thing.、Mm-hmm. I forget what the reason is behind it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually remember, know that much about but, SIDS.、Um, I was just going to tell Nikon that SIDS、yeah. is essentially how they classify a child under one year old that's died of a sudden slash unexplained death. But it typically has something to do with like, the condition at which they were sleeping.、Mm. So, like, that's why babies can't sleep on their stomach because they'll suffocate themselves. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> or that's also why they can't sleep. Like, that's why babies can't sleep in a crib with like, a blanket or like, any、yeah. stuffed animals or anything. Like, nothing can be in there because they can like, suffocate if they turn their face into the,、yeah. into the thing, yeah. thing and then they. Drool on it, and then the water、yeah. creates like a,、um, a vacuum a vacuum suction, and then、mm. they、um, die, kill themselves. Yeah.、Um, but there are other causes for SIDS, but those are like the most common ones. They make like ankle braces for it now. Oh. Where like your kid, I don't know, I don't really understand how it works, but strap them to the bed. Oh my god, no. It's like it's like a monitor. It's like a monitor, but it's like、oh, on yeah. the like, to, like on your ankle. Yeah, yeah like so that it can <laughs> baby ankle monitor. So that it can alert you. Fucking criminals.、Pulses. These babies. Criminals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> aren't all babies criminals in some way or another? Yes. We all we're all born the same. Criminals. Anyways. 
Are you good? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, other, there were also other areas in Love Canal that they had dumped toxic chemicals, like not just that one spot mm-hmm. on the Love Canal where the elementary school was, was um, built, but in Niagara Falls, another elementary school field was discovered to have a landfill under it with similar chemicals and they discovered it because the ball and I I quote from the article the ball field swelled and contracted like a bowl of gelatin when when heavy equipment moved across it huh I have something to say that doesn't sound good that happened in my elementary school no (laughs) Like the ground would Wait, be like. I have to cough. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So the ground would like move around no. like that. <laughs> sorry, in Holly's case, it's different. But okay, whatever happened at my elementary school was totally different. But there was a point when I was in elementary school where our gym got replaced because like the floor suddenly like became up like it it like it bubbled it like bubbled up and I think it was something with the plumbing like and like water damage. That's what issue. they said. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't, it was there the wasn't demons. like a sinkhole or anything, but they replaced all of our gym floor at one point. And I remember that like we would go to gym class in like elementary, okay? And there was a part that was like caution taped off that you couldn't go in that oh, was no. like open. Like it, like the wood had come up and like oh, splintered no. and broken open. And it was just like in there. And we would go like, I think and we would play dodgeball in that room. <laughs> I think your elementary school was built on top of toxic chemicals, and they just didn't want to tell you. Is that why I'm like this? Yes. Oh, no. Uh, But I'm also like this. It made me gay. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. It made us all gay. That's why it made us all gay. I I grew up in Olympia. You You probably had toxic chemicals, too. Sorry. I love the joke. I love the joke that it's like chemicals. It made you gay. It's the chemicals in the water. Yeah. Making the freaking frogs gay. (laughs) The freaking frogs. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, the Hooker Chemical Company also dumped um, four times the level of chemicals that they did in Love Canal, um, a couple hundred feet from the city's water treatment facility. I'm sorry. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Super smart. And, Hopefully they're using a different one now. And in Blood Run Creek, which flowed past wells that people were using for drinking water um the hooker hooker chemical company um buried 3700 tons of uh trichlorephanol waste which contains dioxin which is like super toxic right Across multiple places in Niagara County between 1947 and 1972. Wow. 3,700 tons. That's insane. Yeah. So this... Why do they need that much? I don't know. I don't know. And I'll get more into, like, the chemicals and what, like, dioxin is specifically known for, too. Please. Um, I don't have, like, a ton on all of the chemicals because I was doing research kind of late but yeah um yeah yeah um so 
that's like an overview of what was kind of going on symptom wise and casual overview. Yeah. Just casual. And now we can get into the actual timeline of events with the Love Canal. I'm so ready. Um, Yeah. So uh, in 1976, the New York State Department of Environmental of Environment Conservation Mm -hmm. became aware of the chemicals, but they never announced anything to the public. Why would they? Um, Casual. Their own testing that they did without announcing anything to the public um, showed halogenated hydrocarbons and C56, which is used in pesticides. Holy shit. Yeah. 18 months after their testing, they finally started testing homes to see if it had gone into the homes. Did they also do that without telling people about it? (laughs) They did it without making a public announcement about any sort of toxic chemicals. Yeah. Um, And that was a year and a half later after they found those chemicals. They were like, I guess we should test homes. I don't understand. Um, Yeah. And then three months after they did the tests... Michael Brown, who was a like prominent reporter on all of this in like bringing the information to the public, mm-hmm. um, because like the government agencies weren't doing it, mm-hmm. um, he found out that the EPA that the EPA's testing showed that benzene was <laughs> being detected in the houses. Lovely, and in both in the houses and in the air up and down the streets. In the air? Yeah. Okay. It was everywhere. And benzene is also super toxic and causes like... Benzos! Yeah. It causes a slew of like incredibly bad health effects like um, like the, the like least problematic of them is like being dizzy. And the most problematic is dying. So it's... <laughs> I was going to say, I had a feeling. I love when there's like a range that's yeah. like super ridiculous. Yeah. Like death versus like I feel dizzy. And, and most of it is, ends in death for benzene. Like mm-hmm. it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not good for you. No. Evidenced by all of the many list of health things that I just went over that were happening. Um, make me hivy. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, no, that probably is something it could do. No, <laughs> no public announcement happened about the benzene at all. Um, people found they? out about it because of the article that Michael Brown wrote. Um, so was he like a whistleblower? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he wasn't a whistleblower because he wasn't involved with any of the chemical companies or anything True. like that. He just was like an outside party doing a bunch of research. He was just a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, we just like, like me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Nikon is a bad bitch. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Brooke. <laughs> Brooke thought Nikon wasn't going to thank her. <laughs> I got so offended. Um, I, I remember. <laughs> to thank my friend. Mm. <laughs> so Brooke's really mad because I didn't call. I called her Holly's friend instead of my friend earlier. So rude. It's like the rudest thing you ever said to me. It's because I was talking about me talking to my mom, and my mom doesn't know who you are. So if I just say my friend Brooke, she won't know that you're Holly's best friend. Does she know that you're, I'm your friend? <laughs> Anyways, guys. Anyways, um, this is important news for the cast. So the reporter, Michael Brown, uh, contacted the Niagara County Health Department nice. in 1977 about the odd happenings around town. Odd. Um, happening. <laughs> they told him it was, quote, a nuisance condition, but no serious danger to the people. 
a nuisance, nuisance condition. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When there are chemicals liquefying the ground, a, a nuisance condition. B, liquefying your walls in your basement, nuisance condition. Stinking up your basement. Oh, and also just casually in the air on the street. Your nuisance condition. Such a nuisance. Sucking up all oh. the children everywhere. No. It's a no nu- serious a danger. A nuisance is like, okay, when you're like a homeowner or you live somewhere, like a renter, a, ho- a nuisance is like, uh, I don't like when um, they all cleaned those. the carpet in our hallways the other day and it was super fucking loud yeah. and I was working from home. That's a nuisance. Or like... Oh, this property has a lot of pine needles on it, and I don't like cleaning them. Yeah. Like, what? That's <laughs> like this person's tree sheds on my yard, and oh. I want them to cut down the tree, but it's not my tree. It's a nuisance. Such a nuisance. <laughs> not chemical dead. warfare. No. It's not a nuisance. Mm-hmm. It goes a little beyond that. <laughs> not that it's warfare, but low key, honestly. But kind of. It's what Geneva said. Yeah, yeah you know. Um, so the Hooker Chemical Company said that when Michael Brown contacted them, they said that they had no comment and that they had no knowledge that any chemicals were buried anywhere. Of course not. Yeah. Um, no How knowledge would they know what their employees do? Yeah. Uh, Donald O'Hara, who was the Niagara Falls city manager, uh, when Michael Brown contacted him, he said that while Love Canal wasn't pleasant, it wasn't a crisis. Oh! It was just an issue of aesthetics. <laughs> Oh my god. It wasn't yeah. pretty enough. Oh, and is that child that had 10 plus yeah. birth defects upon being born? Just an is aesthetic. Aesthetically. Yeah, just not great aesthetically. Mm, that um, baby's not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Uh, he, sorry. He also said that Dr. Francis Clifford, who was the county health commissioner, also believed that it was just an aesthetic issue. Which is, what? Which that health commissioner did say that he also believed it was an aesthetic issue. Yeah. So he sucks at his job too. I don't like when my when my basement aesthetically oozes, oozes black, black slime. liquid. Yeah. It really harshes the vibe it's I'm having. It's really harshing my vibe of the 70s being in my basement and yeah. smoking weed and pretending like and pretending like my problems don't exist. Black ooze isn't isn't dripping down the walls. It's such a nuisance. <laughs> I can't get I can't get high in my basement anymore. It's such a nuisance because there's so much black slime coming out of the wall. Every time I try and lean against the wall, I just come away covered in black slime. <laughs> it's so it's such a nuisance. Oh, yeah. So even with all of these like occurrences that were happening, people weren't able to leave because they weren't able to sell their houses to get money to leave. And they're, it's a working class town, so they have to have the money from selling their house in order to leave. Um, the city also didn't want to help people leave because they didn't want to upset the Hooker Chemical Company because the company provided 3,000 blue-collar jobs to the people in the okay. area. And the Hooker Chemical Company was planning on building a $17 million headquarter in downtown Niagara Falls, and the city was going to be relying on that tax, like those taxes, and so they didn't want to like help people leave the town. So when the you poor te- chemical company, <laughs> when you texted me last night and you were like, "Turns out this story has like hella bureaucratic yeah, history," this and is I'm going to be yeah. <laughs> studying it a lot. I this is what you mean, yeah, and that's fucked as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and a ton of people in the government or 
offices of uh, like the health departments yeah. were claiming that like we're literally telling people that it wasn't dangerous and that the people complaining were hypochondriacs. I want you to know that this is exactly what happened in the Aaron Brockovich story too. Like it's very similar. Yeah. It, like, they were straight up out here gaslighting people, being like, mm, your health issues? I hate You're it. You're just being a hypochondriac. That black sludge isn't contributing at all to your health. You're such a hypochondriac. <laughs> There's no black slime oozing from your walls. That, it's totally harmless. Make a sandwich with it. Yeah, I'm it's sure like it a condiment. Good. Yeah. Didn't you want black wallpaper? I thought that we installed it for you. Yeah. I think we should be paying us. <laughs> Didn't you want liquefied wallpaper? It's, it's it's a, it's a hot new trend. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is hot. Water bed, water walls. Ew, the 70s were so gross. Yeah. So, yeah, they were being just trash human beings. Oh, my um, God. In April of 1978, after reading Michael Brown's series on the Love Canal and all of the health issues mm-hmm. and his reporting on the chemicals. Good for him. Um, uh, Lois Gibbs, who, who was a resident with two children, petitioned to close the school in Love Canal. Um, nice. She originally went to the school board with doctor's notes because her children had some like pretty severe health issues. And she like was asking the school board to transfer her children to another public school. And when she asked them that, they refused because then everyone would want to. <laughs> And <laughs> well, that's not good. Yeah. And so then I she... I don't have anything to say. Yeah. So then she asked other parents and, like, about their children yeah. and realized how many people in the community were sick and, like, had serious health issues and decided to start the Love Canal Parents Movement to gain traction for, like, closing the school and getting, like, actual, like, cleanup done about this place. Um, and also became the head of the Homeowners Association. Good for her. Yeah. She was 27 years old at this time, too. What a badass. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Lois. And she, like, started, like, huge community activism Bad around bitch. this. And, okay. like, like she was essentially, like, the rallying point for this. I love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what a queen. Yeah. She just phenomenal. Um, in May of 1978, um, so a month later, blood samples were finally drawn from oh, residents God. to do more testing. I'm fucking scared. Oh, no. And um, this is a quote from one of the articles as well about the like results of the blood samples. Okay. It said, in addition to the benzene, 80 or more other component compounds were found in the makeshift dump, 10 of them potential carcinogens. The... F- the physiological effects they could cause were profound and diverse. At least 14 of them could impact, could have impact on the brain and central nervous system. Two of them, carbon tetrachloride and chlorobenzene, could readily cause narcotic or anesthetic consequences. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Sorry. This whole episode, I like, I like can't even speak because I, I just simply. It's, it's just so like. Awful. It's so awful and frustrating. And like, why, why can we not just care about these things? Like, what? I think part of the reason why I just like can't speak is because it's like, I don't know why I'm surprised anymore. Yeah. 
I and I think that. that that's what it is. It's like, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that the government did literally nothing about Because this. that's what it's like now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm just like, well, because we have this week, but I mean, the thing is, is we're like our generation in particular and the younger generations are so used to the government not doing anything about chemicals and the environment because we have things like flint michigan Mm -hmm. yes where they're like still isn't isn't drinking water yeah Yeah. and still isn't clean drinking water yeah Mm -hmm. like that the pipeline Mm -hmm. and the trains that like derailed recently and then they just decided to burn them yeah and the, the oil spill in the gulf and like mm-hmm. you know there's oh, like I forgot about that yeah, one fucking been, bp yeah bp yeah B- bp who has a a plant in our neighborhood in yeah our neighborhood uh, that we grew up in yeah yeah not our neighborhood now that'd yeah. be crazy if bp if had, it was just right here in like yeah. seattle no yeah. but bp had a plant like 10 minutes from my house when i was growing up you know like <sighs> jesus like there just is there are just so many occurrences of this continuing to happen and also like of the environmental racism that happens in the u.s Mm -hmm. where a lot of times traditionally it's like communities of color Mm -hmm. where the government is rooting like purposefully rooting Mm -hmm. chemical dump sites or like waste to happen or there's no response like flint michigan Mm -hmm. and like it's like because there are actual like like companies will be told to dump their like waste in communities that are farther away because the community that they're in is more affluent mm-hmm. and is predominantly white. Right. Mm-hmm. So like there's there's people just, they have to care about. Yeah. People they have to care about because those are the people who have the means to do something. Those are about the people it. who have yeah. the political power. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the means financially. They have the means. Yeah. Socially. Yeah, so it's just uh, like it's just like because those living are the people in the United States. Yeah. it's just like I'm sorry, it's so insane, and I'm being a human is so insane because yeah. you cannot trust anyone. No, ever. Well, and this, yeah. So this sorry. is this is just uh, like one story, but there are probably like five hundred others that I could talk about. Of course, um, that's why we have. That's why it's so fucking easy to have a macabre cast these days. Because <laughs> these days, these days, yeah. <laughs> these days yeah no, this is 50 years ago there, apparently it's always been easy yeah <laughs> it, there's there's fucked up shit yeah from around the world that's been happening forever. forever yeah forever and it's continuing to happen yeah yeah and the what kills me is the people um in older generations usually who who haven't died yet like they're supposed to well yeah but also the people in older generations who have this kind of trust in the government (laughs) that they care about the people's well-being as if and it's things like this where i'm like no no they don't they care about the company's well-being i am so shocked that people still think that yeah it's like (laughs) well i'm like these things happened in your guys's generation you just didn't know about them because there wasn't like a widespread means of like communication and you didn't care so it's like i all the time like when we cover stuff or or i listen to things uh, on other podcasts that i because i listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts and stuff and i'll be like oh mom do you remember when this was happening because it was a big deal yeah it was like like a huge deal and it was in your time river killer yeah and stuff like my mom kind of was aware of that happening because it was like in washington yeah but she was like i don't remember ever hearing anything about like tons of stuff and i'm just like 
well, how? What were yeah. you doing? Well, the answer is going to keggers. That's yeah. right. Well, and also the way that information travels now is so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there is that aspect in that older generations, the way information traveled was not also, the same. we think news stations are biased now. God, mm-hmm. yeah. Back then. Yeah. Can you imagine? I honestly have just been having a moment about all of this where I'm like, the government is better in certain areas, to be clear. I'm not pro-government with what we have now. <laughs> but, government. but, like, it's improved in certain ways just because it used to be so fucking bad. <laughs> it's only improved well, yeah. because the bar is so fucking well, low. And exactly. because with with the, like, dissemination of information, people can actually hold the government accountable now. in more ways now than they were able to before. Because education mm-hmm. is so much more accessible and widespread, yeah. even mm-hmm. though it's still not accessible. It's still, yeah. Yeah, so still be better. After that Sorry, little soapbox much. moment Sorry. that we have, Sorry about that. It was necessary. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, back to our timeline, which in which we will get even more enraged. Oh um, boy! Great. On August second, nineteen seventy-eight, the New York State Commissioner closed the school, which oh. is good, mm-hmm. and decided to start a cleanup plan. Um, Okay. He recommended that pregnant women and children under two leave the area immediately, <laughs> although it was unclear whether he provided any means for people to do that. Yeah, because, like, um, how do you have the money? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Sorry, what does that even mean yeah. when people are like, okay, you have to um, After that announcement, though, people, like, across the area protested and, Good. like, were shouting into bullhorns. They held Good. signs that said things like "Love Canal Kills" and "Give Me Liberty, I've Got Death." Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, wow. Pe- yeah. I love that. Make that into a T-shirt. I know. I've got liberty. Give, or no, give, give me, me liberty. liberty I've got, got death. death. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We're pocketing that one for I later. Know. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So. And people also vowed a tax strike because their homes were now, like, completely unmarketable to sell and leave the area because the the government had officially recognized that this was an issue. Yeah. Um, and frustrations were also especially high because there wasn't an evacuation plan in place at all. It was just like a, like, you guys should leave, but, like, the government didn't provide any feasible way for people to leave. Um, Lois Gibbs at this time also was like working really hard to keep this story in the news cycle as well which like also helped put pressure on the government to act because she was like instrumental in utilizing news sources Um, on August 7th Mm -hmm. so five days later President Carter declared a federal state of emergency and started, uh, started the evacuation of people along Love Canal Um, 200 homes were boarded up and the president relocated 239 families but only in the first two rows of homes near the landfill Um, the other families who were within a 10 block area area were told that they were safe along with Lois Gibbs who lived in that 10 block area and whose children were displaying health issues along with everyone else living in that area but they were told like oh you're on this side of the fence you're fine Uh um and Uh yeah jesus um in on october 4th 1978 
a young boy named John Allen Kenny. Um, I wasn't able to get his age, but I'm assuming a child. Um, He lived farther north of the evacuation zone, so like outside of where they were like, this area is safe. Mm -hmm. Um, He he died from kidney failure as a young boy because that's yeah um his symptoms before dying included nosebleeds headaches and dry heaves all of those symptoms could be consistent with with chemicals and he with like chemical ingestion or Mm -hmm. like being around them um long-term exposure yeah he he used to play in a contaminated creek in the area as a like small child uh-huh. um this so scary yeah i this, used to you ever think about stuff like that yeah where i played in a creek in the area that we lived in and he kind of almost just knocked down something off my wall that was wilding <laughs> it's i fine. was terrified <laughs> that was wild you're good yeah but yeah so he the state did an autopsy on john because he was living in love canal and they were like we have to make sure this like wasn't because of us um Oh my god yeah and they the the result of the autopsy was inconclusive yeah seems like it was probably conclusive and they gave it an inconclusive verdict on, yeah on um yeah his his death actually ended up like spurring more people to become involved in advocacy good um like like lois gibbs she was working on it, but other people started mm-hmm. joining as well to try and get more of the families evacuated. And because the families who were originally evacuated, the government paid for their homes. Um, they like paid them a fair market price okay. for the value of their homes so wow. that they could evacuate. That's good. Um, but it was just the two rows of houses, right. and everyone else many. is yeah. like comparatively yeah. and everyone else was being told it was safe now for them yeah which like isn't true yeah. obviously but with the amount of trust in the government at the time were yeah. people just like okay. i mean i think people were upset because after october oh um they found the dioxin in the area as well mm-hmm. which i was talking about which is extremely toxic mm-hmm. and was a compound used in agent orange uh-huh. during the vietnam war oh nice surprising um, to me at all the the company had buried 200 tons <gasps> of trichlorophenol in the canal which contains dioxin it ended up being like around 130 pounds of tetradioxin which would be the equivalent of the total content of dioxin in the thousands of tons of Agent Orange used in the Vietnam War, just in that one area. So, like, all of the Agent Orange in that one Love Canal area. I love when we, because I do this too, and I love when people use another shitty thing that we have done yeah as americans yeah as an, as an example, example of something shitty that we're also doing yeah because mm-hmm. agent orange was like super fucking toxic and just horrifying yeah i want yeah. that what holly just said as a ringtone can we save that 
Agent Orange was super fucking toxic. <laughs> I was. I know, but it was just funny because you always say things in such an eloquent way. And Holly just being like, Agent Orange is so fucking toxic. It is. They it banned is. it. They literally no, banned no, it. I'm not, disagree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I was <laughs> yeah. just, I like the way you said I also it. was like doing this research late yesterday and I was like having a weird moment where I was like, my grandpa was in the Vietnam War and he died from like kidney related failures um. and I was like oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also just think there's the aspect of like what we do to people we're at war with yeah. unquote, and what we do to our literal own citizens yeah one yep. way we just do it we lie more it's true one way is secret the other way is out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> we yell one way and we whisper the other it's honestly why, like, any person who, people who think that the government really cares about them, I'm like, you're just not looking. You just, you just don't know. You just haven't, you you're just, just running around looked. with your eyes covered, yeah. being like, it's so nice and bright outside. Yeah. It's so nice and bright outside and your eyes are closed. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So. This is fucking depressing, Holly. Um, the, this is a fun, fun moment. Um, okay, after sure. that, after that was announced, um, the di- like the presence of dioxin, mm-hmm. the homeowners association, which was headed by Lois, um, arranged Christmas lights on a tree to spell dioxin because the government wasn't <gasps> doing anything despite the new discovery. Are there pictures of it? Um, not that I looked for, but maybe. Um, but I just think that's iconic to just like have a holiday celebration and arrange the lights to spell dioxin that's fucking spicy yeah um february 8th 1979 there was a second evacuation um, which included the 10 block radius of but only of women who were pregnant and children under two and then they were also told that after the women's um pregnancies had terminated or the child once the child had turned two Mm -hmm. they should move back into the neighborhood (laughs) okay yeah okay which like makes perfect sense because as soon as you turn two you're no longer bothered by chemicals don't you know you just come with a hazmat suit as soon as you turn two wow yeah as soon as you turn two you're safe you're immune if you want to like have a crisis mentally Hmm. just like google love canal and look at google images because all of the protest images children yeah children holding signs actually fucking love this picture it's a bunch of kids holding signs in a protest and they're all like plugging their nose or like yelling and they're saying they're holding signs that say like please don't let me die oh my gosh first of all we need to put this picture up yeah because damn and oh my god anyways yeah so throw up yeah um september 8th 1979 300 more families were relocated which included the families within the 10 block neighborhood um while the cleanup apparently happened um may 17th 1980 the epa announced that their blood tests show um chromosome damage in the residents of love canal jesus which means that they were at risk for cancer reproductive problems and genetic damage um chromosomal (laughs) chromosomal aberrations uh which would have shown like that they were at risk for cancer 
were found in 11 of 13 of the resident or 11 of 36 of residents tested. So one third of the residents almost like mm-hmm. close That's to one third. Such a significant amount of people. Yeah. Especially because this shit goes down. Yeah. It's hereditary. It goes down genetically. Yeah. So it goes down like that, but I mean, it does like it trickles down into future generations. Yeah. Um, May 17th, 1980 uh, is when that was announced. Uh, Everyone got very angry because that's like shocker. Like you can't just tell people that and expect them to not be angry about it, especially when you're like as a government are not providing people a way to relocate permanently and you're telling them that it's safe to live there as long as you're over two years old and you're not pregnant you know like <laughs> um so on may 19 up in my mouth two days later uh-huh lois gibbs and Icon. residents decided to hold two of the epa representatives hostage um <laughs> Hostage? Yeah. Sorry, I was actually about to be like, oh, Lois is kind of a baddie. I was looking at pictures of Lois. Yeah. The (laughs) Google images. Yeah. So Lois Gibbs, they held two EPA representatives hostage. Um, The protesters said that the two officials would have to live in Love Canal there until the rest of the residents were evacuated since it apparently wasn't unsafe for them. Oh. Yeah. They were basically like, I'm calling your bluff. These EPA representatives can live here now. Because it's safe. If it's safe, then why don't you move in? It's yeah, such a nice neighborhood exactly. called Love Canal. Move on in. We love you here. Exactly. We love dumping on you here. Yeah. They were like, I'm calling your bluff. They can stay. Um, Literally, <laughs> time to vomit. In yeah. Lois Gibbs, at the time, she was the president of the Homeowners Association, and she said the White House needed to relocate families by May 21st at noon or, quote, what we've done here today will look like a Sesame Street picnic compared to what we'll do then. Oh my God! Yeah. Sesame Street. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the standoff with the government took about five hours before they were like, "Okay, release our EPA representatives. Like, we'll do something." I fucking love that for them. Yeah. They were like, "Listen, we're taking matters. <laughs> we're taking into hostages. Our- oh." No- <laughs> that we're taking hostages we're taking matters into our own hands i loved it too because all of the articles that i was reading either like barely mentioned that they were hostages Mm -hmm. or like phrased it in a way Mm -hmm. that was like they detained some of the epa representatives or like or like they they held a meeting with the epa representatives where they weren't allowed to leave and (laughs) like they tried to like sidestep the hostage holding so hard and i was like no good for them i'm glad they held hostages like just say it um um um, so in on may 21st a couple days later uh the white house agreed like formally agreed to evacuate families temporarily until they could get permanent relocation Mm -hmm. funds um, the actual funding was then signed in October for 900 families that wanted to leave the area. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty um, significant number. Yeah. And that included, like, that relocation included buying out the families' homes at fair market value. Nice. Um, Good. 
yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah and i mean before this there were families who like had the financial means yeah but to not just, everybody does yeah mm-hmm. to just leave and they did but like that wasn't the case for it most was... of the that wasn't the case for most of the residents so yeah also you shouldn't have to do that it's, but anyways no but you know um and now we're we're fast forwarding a bit because this like seems to be the conclusion i guess um <laughs> why are you saying it like that because it's not uh the because the like relocation is like oh good they start oh. they started cleanup after that and like had a whole cleanup process they had government funding for that it was like a whole big thing um in september 1988 the New York State Department of Health declared that the area was safe for people to live in again. So eight years later. I just feel like um, it's not true, but okay. Yeah. Uh, after the evacuation, Lois Gibbs became the face of like cleaning up toxic waste. Um, the landfill that they claimed to be like safe now uh, had been capped in clay and surrounded by by drainage because it was too big to move oh capped in yeah capped. i thought you said captain clay no. and i was like who's captain clay it, it had basically been like covered in clay got it capped um so they just like covered Not it captain. up again and uh <laughs> pirates over yeah here. they covered it up again and uh created drainage because it was like too big of an area of toxic waste to be removed it would have cost like hundreds of millions of dollars um the uh the repopulation of that area was met with protests obviously um because they never took the chemicals out of the area they just like tried to create ways for it to leave somehow um Uh i'm not clear on that cleanup process because i'm like i don't really know how that works but from everything that i read it seemed to not work um Lois led a ton of the protests against, like, resettlement of the Love Canal and um, met with EPA administrators to try and block it. But in November 1990, the first first new families moved into the area. And in 1992, the U.S. government started offering mortgage assistance for families who bought houses there to try and get people to move back in because people were, like, suspicious of the government. Yeah, um, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah, cleanup efforts continued, and then in August 1998, they decided to build a playground in the southern section of Love Canal, which was the uninhabitable section of Love Canal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cycle starts again. I was going to say, I was like, mm, it seems it, like yeah. that. Just <laughs> back to square one. Yeah, the... Um, this entire like debacle that happened i guess uh did lead to federal legislation called the Superfund, which okay. was a, f- a like fund created to manage the disposal of toxic waste and like clean up other um toxic waste sites and they did clean up uh, like i think it was like over 400 other sites so it did lead to like some good coming out of it good. um the government did do a follow-up study 
and decided that uh, it showed that they didn't actually have any higher rates of abnormality in that area compared to any other area. They were like, no, no, no. Like, I know that all of these things were happening, but like we conducted a follow-up study that's like with more reliable methods. And it showed that like all of the residents of Love Canal didn't have any higher rates of abnormalities among them than any other area. So to me, it seems like they were like retroactively covering their asses. But yeah, that kind of seems like the whole they didn't learn anything from this experience yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, 35 years later, actually, oh, in great. Uh, 2011. Oh, great. <laughs> the story resurfaced because a crew working on the sewage found a pocket of waste, of toxic waste, half a mile from the canal. And people found out about it. And they, they filed a bunch of lawsuits because they were like, we're concerned that this area was not properly cleaned up or contained. Yeah. Mm. And are we, are we, I'm sorry, are we supposed to be surprised? No. <laughs> <laughs> On a, uh, that is like the end of the Love Canal story, basically. But I do have a slightly light note to end on oh. for us. I'm sorry, I hit my mic again. Yeah, it's okay. I do have a slightly light note for us to end on. Um, in 1981, Lois Gibbs created the Center for Health, Environment, and Justice, Aww. which assisted over 8,000 grassroots, group, grassroots groups who were working toward environmental justice. Wow. Um, the organization is still around and is actually one of the places where I got some information from. Cool. Um, she has a movie made about her cool. as well. Um, she's been on, like, she's done many speaking engagements, um, talking about Love Canal. Oh. She received a ton of different awards, including in 1990, she won the Goldman Environmental Prize. Um, she, she actually started her advocacy, like I said, when she was 27. Yeah. With just her high school degree, and then later as a single mother, and was like severely underestimated by a lot of people because she like didn't have any further education and yeah. was a woman and yeah. single mother and um she now actually has an honorary phd from the state university of new york that's so cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love that yeah so she is i'm looking at her online. yeah she's so cool yeah she her. she like was instrumental in a lot of the like community-based advocacy that happened around this and yeah. um like she herself was in that community and her children like suffered from from the effects of the love canal yeah um so yeah it's just a uh, terrible story but also a good one uh <laughs> wow i'm shook by the way she's 71 now oh, she's nice. still alive yeah, yeah. um Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long timeline. It's stories like these that just make me want to go, I don't like it here. Yeah. <laughs> I well, didn't ask to be And here. if you'll think about the timeline that I gave, it's like the, I mean, the dumping started in like the 1950s or 40s. Right. But the like first 
like advocacy I guess of like hey can we get something done about this like late 70s the actual evacuation of all residents from the area so that cleanup could actually happen didn't happen until the what 19 well I need to look at it again it was 1990s I think ew yeah yikes yeah let me just double check on my notes Yeah, the actual, the actual like funding for the relocation of all of the families didn't happen until 1980. So that's that's essentially like two to three years of people knowing that it was yeah like incredibly toxic and not being able to leave. Yeah, and and continuing to be gaslit yeah well and the article by michael brown that that he wrote that i was reading had a lot of um like firsthand accounts from people that he was interviewing who like lived in the area and some people were like after like one family was like after finding out about all of the chemicals like we feel like prisoners in our own home because like this home that we had bought to like have a life in we now feel trapped in because like you can't you can't even go outside outside is dangerous inside is dangerous everywhere we go is dangerous to be in oof that statement alone yeah just like about the world yeah nothing is safe yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah it it was like dark it's a very heavy um A very heavy story, particularly because there are so many communities right now that are facing, like, that are facing the exact same issues, and we haven't, the government hasn't followed through on anything unless it's, like, politically beneficial for them. Oh, of course not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because... That's how it works. Yeah. Because the only reason that this got any follow through was because it was politically beneficial for them at the time to do it. And because Lois Gibbs... (sighs) Yeah. Worked her ass off yeah. for that community. Yeah. To make them. Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. And honestly, part of it was probably because, like, <sighs> like it's a working class community. It, it, From what I could tell, it seemed like a predominantly white community as well. So that's also probably why it got any sort of attention yeah. from the media. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Flint, Michigan, which is not very white, for example. Yeah. 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 And Hopefully. we repeat, still, still going on, still mm-hmm. does not have clean water, clean water. Yeah. I would encourage people to check out uh, Lois Gibbs's um, like organization. It's the C-H-E-J. I think it's C-H-E-J dot org. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing some cool things uh, around activism. <sighs> if you have any any wish to get into activism and want to one of the many talk about environment that's many types of activism. yeah that's a great area to look at um god yeah we need change so badly yeah mm-hmm. it's very frustrating um oh that was depressing yeah so uh, you're welcome everyone well holly great job yeah thank and you. thank you thank you because wow yeah 
I mean, you know, we kind of oscillate between different types of macabre here. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's in the, it's in the name of the game. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like one day it's a cryptid. Maybe we do a little true crime. Mm -hmm. Here's a chemical spill that will destroy your entire family and your emotional state. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Listen, it's fine. It's it's, everything's fine here okay you have to love the canal yeah damn have you been waiting to make that joke this whole time no okay <laughs> that I looks like think, a yes <laughs> i thought of it earlier and then i remembered it no. okay that's a lie you were you were waiting <laughs> no i just remembered it again now <laughs> oh we did not announce what game nikon po was playing today while we were um recording or were you too depressed to continue playing no i uh I got annoyed with the game. That's, that's a whole other thing we don't need to get into. I was playing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Oh, good. A good yeah. game corner. Crystal Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Almost like the chronicles of all of the fucked up things that the government has done. Yeah. Hopefully, that's what this podcast actually is. Hopefully the chronology of everything made sense. I mean, it, it made sense to me. But... It was a lot of... It w- I do apologize for the number of dates and government agencies that were spit out yeah, at boo, everyone. Holly. But apologize <laughs> no you don't need to apologize but hopefully it tracks well, thank people. you for telling that story those are the stories that need to be told and that was kind of what i was supposed to be saying but i got distracted complaining about the government um but like you know we oscillate between lots of different topics but like it's good to kind of it, it's humbling always when we circle back to one of these stories where it's just like man yeah i activism is so important yeah mm-hmm. and ultimately i do like like these type of stories are depressing but i do ultimately no, I, like so talking about them because yeah. people need to know yeah <laughs> and as much as it's upsetting it is interesting yeah to know. it is and like i to be oh that's another person i didn't credit but i should um I did find out about this actually originally from TikTok because I had never heard of Love Canal before. I ha- yeah, and I, I had not either. Yeah, and I was like, that's bizarre. And I, someone had a TikTok like just doing a quick informational thing on it yeah. and was like, isn't this really fucked up? And I was like, I'm putting that on my list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you would be surprised. I mean, not you, you know, but like to the listeners, you would be surprised how many topics that like I'm researching and it'll be yeah. like someone has made a TikTok about it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been on TikTok in a while now. It's actually almost been a year. Wow. Which is insane. Impressive. And it's yeah. not, I'm not trying to make myself sound good. It was just because I was like, why am I on here? It's just making me sad. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. But like, wow. No, but. You are right, though. Like, for example, I remember the Iron Goat Trail. Like, right after you did your report on yeah. it. Yeah. Like, a day later, I mm-hmm. saw it on TikTok, and I was like, mm, not as informative as Brooke, but interesting. Well, <laughs> not as informative. Like, Nikon's just trying to gas me up, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, I'm I mean, also but, being true. But, I, yeah, thank you. But, I mean, I would fucking hope so. If yeah. the TikTok's, like, 60 seconds, and I'm talking for, like, 45 minutes I about know. something, I would fucking hope so. <laughs> I know I can run my mouth, but I don't know if I can run my mouth that much. Um, Man, I I like when we cover these topics, too. Because I, this is the kind of shit that I deep dive on in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. Yeah. And that's why this podcast is so fun to make. Because otherwise it would just be me and Holly talking about it by ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) And 
we like to deep dive on things. Like, I, my problem is I always start deep diving too late, and then I, but maybe that's good, because then it forces me to cut things down, because I had, like, 17 other things I could say about this. Same. And I think we're already, like, at an hour and a half, so. (laughs) Yeah. So, nonetheless... What are you putting in your cabinet for this week? Because it kind of seems like we'd have to put it in like a in vaulted, a sealed, container. sealed container. Yeah, like your arsenic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for this one, I am going to do a, um, it's something a little bit bigger, but I'm going to do a poster cool. er, that says, um, Give me liberty, I have death. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I'll put, like, because I'm sure that these are out there. I don't know what it would specifically be of, but, like, here, okay, here's a, oh, I, okay, I just changed it halfway through. Excellent. I want a specimen jar. Okay. okay. The third year. The third year? Ear. Oh, the third ear. Someone's third oh, no. ear that In they grew. Spe- that they gave to you? Yeah. Yeah. Casual. Okay. In a specimen jar. Amazing. Okay. Because, like, you got to love a specimen jar. That's true. The other idea I was going to have is, like, it would be really cool to have, like, an x-ray of someone's, like, body that's been just, like, fucked up. Oh, or the, like, x-ray of the second row of teeth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I what I know should what I'm have. Do. Oh, what are you getting? Nikon's turn. I was gonna do like a, like a sign, but just something that's just like, I don't know if this necessarily exists, but a, like the city sign where it's like, "Welcome to." Oh, welcome to Love Canal. Yeah. 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 Help you enjoy your stay. Like that kind of <laughs> yeah. sign. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's very Shit's Creek. I love that. Yeah. It's <laughs> good show. Yeah, that's good. Oh well. Thank you guys for this for this time that you've given me to ruin you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about this one for a while. Yeah, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And yeah, send us some email about how this fucked you up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can our, find our email. Oh, you want to do it this time, Nico? Yeah, I mean, I already mentioned it earlier. Yeah, true. You can find our email um, as themacabcastpod at gmail.com. You can also find us with that same tag on Instagram if you want to see the photos we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was like finding a bunch of good pictures and texting them to Holly um, <laughs> from yeah. my computer and and Nikon. I sent you only one. I sent Holly a bunch of them. Oh, I was wondering why you just texted me a picture and I was like, <laughs> not the it's, text. Uh, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it was a good one though. Yeah. But um, thank you to uh, thank you to. Nikon for all of being our producer all of everything um no thank you to trainer for our intro and outro music as always mm-hmm. very good music an icon as always yes and um and I want to thank Lachlan again oh and we're thanking Lachlan what again what are we thanking Lachlan for this time just being Lachlan just being Lachlan Lachlan's the reason why we like we're like yeah let's start a podcast yeah mm-hmm. yeah for he, just being a good dude all around just a good guy mm-hmm I just, I just you're br- making it weird. I just wanted to bring back the thanking Lachlan mm, for this okay, one. Okay, okay. Maddie will appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, we're bringing back the thanking Lachlan for just this just, just this time just only. Just today, Lachlan. Episode 24, uh, that's it. That's all you get. Better listen, Lachlan. Yeah. Just to this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, everyone. Um, <sighs> hope you keep listening. Yeah, hope you keep listening. And what's in your cabinet? Good night.